This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. If you've started your ride home, congratulations. You have officially done it. We are halfway through the week, almost to the weekend. And halfway through the show. That's right, halfway through the show, too. So we're uh, we're rolling through it on this hump day, this Wednesday. 402-464-5685. We want to hear from you on the Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman, Text Line. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, Eric Strickland. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. That's the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream. You can check us out on those platforms as well. See what's going on here in studio. Give us a like, subscribe, share, comment, all that good stuff. We appreciate all of you. Strick, we are sponsored by... Mary Ellen's food for the soul. soul. And I know you will be I will be there to tonight. I think I'm going to do something what up? that I haven't done in a while. What, what's that? I think I might go and see the women get busy tonight. You should. I think I'm going to stop in there. You should. What time do they play? Seven? I think it's a seven o'clock tip. We'll I'm going to have to look. It. But yeah. I think I might. Next segment, we're going to get into a bunch of Husker hoops. I know someone said on the, I think it was Frederick on the text line said, oh, slow sports day. Don't worry. We got a Husker Hall of Famer. We'll break down plenty of stuff in basketball. And we're going to break down some NBA basketball stuff, too, because we also have a nine-year NBA vet in studio. So who? what better resource than to ask about the NBA? 402-464-5685. I want to know your guys' thoughts, too, because as we do every single Wednesday at 3 o'clock, we're going to play our favorite game here on the block, Buy or Sell NBA Edition. So, Strick, the first one I got for you is one that might be a little bit controversial depending on who you ask, if it's a LeBron fan, a LeBron hater, a Lakers fan, a Lakers hater. Either way, whichever way you slice it, the Lakers are on a roll. Now, they did lose their last game, but in their last 10, they're 7-3, and 10-13 yeah. and 13 on the season, so inching back closer to that 500 mark. So and I'm, something about that, Nate, is in that stretch of of seven out of out of the last ten, they beat an emerging Blazers team. Correct. They beat the Bucks, who is a lead candidate and to come out of the East. Anthony Davis dropped like fifty five. Went nuts, right? <laughs> Wizards, eh? But then they lost to it. Listen, watch out for them. I think the, the Cavaliers are my. Cinderella sleepers. Uh, they have been all season. I feel like they are my Cinderella. Yeah. I I think they are a dangerous team because they're they're youth. They're hungry. They play great defense. Plays and, team. Yeah, very very team oriented. Yeah, and for what it's worth, too, the the Cavaliers knocked the Lakers off their uh, winning streak that they had going on there. But strict my buy or sell question for you. Uh, we can dive into it a little bit. Buy or sell? The Lakers will make the playoffs. Well, right now they're last in the Pacific. This is a this is like a cluster of nuts just lot, gla- just all hanging out together <laughs> because literally in a few games the whole scenario can switch on its head. The Lakers are only That's how five and a half they're, they're, games they're, they're out of first place. Right? Um the way that they've been playing as of late, um, I still think some of their young players I I, I love what Rivers and and some of their young players are doing. Um 
but when I look at it too, I want to I want to check out the actual stats because right now your boy Anthony Davis has been averaging almost over thirty five points in his. He looks last. like an MVP candidate. He, if he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, I would say they make it. And so Westbrook comes off the bench, too. and he I stays. Think, I think that's he stays there. Bench. He stays there because for me, this team is is it, it had always been Nate that where Anthony Davis goes with this team to include when they won the asterisk ch- championship in the bubble. Yeah. As Anthony Davis goes, this team goes, whether it be defensively as well as offensively. Anthony Davis is leading the team in points right now at 27 a game. He's averaging a double-double, a good high double-double with 12. Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook is doing what he's supposed to do, the same type of numbers he's providing off of the bench, seven assists coming off the bench. That's all they're asking from. Right. Play your role, my boy. Listen, don't shoot the ball unless it's kicked out to you. You're getting that. It's the same thing that Fred Hoiberg is saying with Juwan Gary. Stay with what you do, slash, do what you do in the open court, take the open ones when right. they're there, but just don't you, – you're not OKC, Russell Westbrook. So no. Just just stay there, my boy. Right. right. Be productive in the minutes that you're given. Anthony Davis leads in four of the five categories for the Lakers. Points, rebounds, steals, and blocks. Make it make sense. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, he's a great defender, but I, I, I did not know that. I mean, so they're getting great. But, but he's got to stay healthy. He's got to stay healthy. Here's where the surprise is and why they're having also some success is Lonnie Walker the fourth is playing tremendous for he them is. right now at 31 minutes a game, 16 points. He's going to get a bag. He might go play somewhere else real soon. But the other surprise is freaking Austin Reeves. That's my boy. Austin Reeves. He's been lights out. And he's giving him some he's giving people some work. He is. He ain't just, you know, out there just just playing ball. He's out there giving people work. So you gotta like what they've been able to find in those guys. I'm sure they're disappointed in Kendrick Nunn, but I'm still buying. They yeah. make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm probably gonna buy too. They just have too much star power on that team, I think, not to. Uh slow start to the season, but they've really turned around. Uh this next one, Strick, I know you like this one, a little bit interesting. Uh so the Pelicans, I don't know if you knew this. Now have seven players averaging in double digit for points. Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, Trey Murphy. I don't even know who this other guy is. Jose Alvarado, which is my boy. Love him. Love and they Jose love Alvarado. him. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. I, in, very undervalued going into that draft, too. Ended up going undrafted. One of the best defenders in the NBA. I think Zion's probably a lock for comeback player of the year. Oh, yeah. Averaging 24, 7, and 4. Uh, so my question to you, you said the West is wide open. Buy or sell? The Pelicans will win the Western Conference. Uh, I, let, me, let me caveat that. Because I they, think they, they were – I think they're very capable because they were – I don't think anybody, even with the missing Zion Williamson, was wanted to play them last year. They were dangerous. They gave they – gave, you know, a, a tremendous playoff run. And it, I think if they would have had Zion, right. I think if he would have been able to come back, I understand that they're, they're watching out for his longevity of his career. But for what it's worth, he looks like Zion again. Now he does. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and so for me, I think if Zion Williams stays, stays healthy, I love what uh, Jonas Valanciunas is to this team. Um, 
I like the balance that this team brings because they're able to get it from multiple places. That's crazy. Those numbers are crazy. When you're talking about the efficiency of a Jose Alvarado with only 20 minutes but yet getting 10 points, his steal numbers are are uh, you know in the realm of what a starter would be right you know starter minutes so those, the productivity there is 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 tremendous but what's what's good about this team too is they share they have over 27 assists as a team per game they're 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 like a a, a super athletic version without the shooting of Golden State. That's how well they move the ball. I mean, they they, they take advantage of their isolation situations. Uh, Brandon Ingram can get buckets however and whenever he wants to. C.J. McCollum is very capable in any fashion of getting buckets the way that he wants. But I think they've identified their hierarchy, their roles. And and you know Zion and Brandon are going to lead them. CJ is going to get it how he get in where he fits in, and the rest are going to do what they do. And they're a high scoring team, and they're going to continue to do so for the rest of the season, if long as they stay healthy. Yeah, and so for, I'm buying. And and for what it's worth, oh, I'm too. selling. I'm still selling. You're still, still going to sell. I'm. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll win it. They they can make a run. But I think they can make a run at it. Yeah, I think I they can think make a run win. too. And I just got to go on a little rant here because Jose Alvarado, uh, they call him Grand Theft Alvarado, which is an awesome. That's nickname. a great nickname. Um, I, I because I remember this is when Georgia Tech won the ACC a couple years back. Uh, you know I'm a big ACC guy, Strick, and I remember watching him. I said this guy is going to be a great role player in the NBA. He goes mm-hmm. undrafted because he's another one of those guys that played four seasons in college, mm-hmm. came out at 22 years old, and they told him that he is too oh. old to get drafted in the NBA. To this day, I do not understand why teams do that. I, yeah. I just, I, I truly, truthfully cannot fathom because a lot of times, unless you have a Zion Williamson uh, and, and a Paolo Bancaro, these guys are going to take three to four years to Period. develop anyways. Anyway. So yep. I don't, so that's always been the model. It's a project, Even Kobe Bryant, right? It's Even a Kobe. project. It takes time. You have a guy like Jose Alvarado who plays defense, who hustles, and knows his role. Who doesn't want a guy like that on their team? I, I, I just truthfully don't know why NBA teams do this all the time. I was talking to you about the other day, Andrew Nimhard for the Pacers. He was the first pick in the second round. One of the best college basketball players last season for Gonzaga. I'm pretty sure he was an All American. He goes in the second round. Why? Because he's 23 years old. Yeah. So 23 year old years old is too old to be a rookie. I, I don't get it. Well, I don't it's get it. it's because they're 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 drafting, and they're drafting off of potential, right? Of athleticism and potential. They're not really drafting off of tangibles, because they're just going off the hope that they land them, mm-hmm. and if they land it, that they're saying we could have this guy for this tenure. So they're looking at. The length of tenure, the 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 length of service, and 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 the 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 basically it's something called the points over uh, replacement or right, you right. know there there's some some analytic I think it's called points over replacement or 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 service over replacement or something like that and they're looking at that and knowing that certain numbers at a certain time you began to taper in your game and so that's some of the stuff that they're looking for when they're looking at aging players but for me. Let's go back to it. One of the best all time to do it. Big fundamentals. Yes. Tim Duncan stayed the whole time. Some of the best guys. It was taking that you, first Chauncey, overall. Yeah. You know, well, not Chauncey Billups, but there's others that that I, I could go. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of that actually stayed the course and they become solid, long time, long term players because they're seasoned. 
they're ready. They're physically ready to deal with the, you know, the length of a season. Right. And, and, and so some of the younger guys aren't. And, and that's the way I see it, man. But, you know, hopefully it'll change. But good for him. I'm rolling with this team. I love the makeup of this team. I, do. I love I the do. bench they of this great team. Great role players. Great role players. And and I love to see Larry Nance Jr. go through the roof when he jumps out of the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But go uh, ahead. What's yeah, next? Yeah, no, and it's just role players. You can ask LeBron James. They're just as valuable as starters in a lot of cases. Um, next one I got for you, Strick. The Celtics are still rolling. They still have the best record in the NBA here, if you give me Rightfully a second. So. Uh, they are currently 20-5, and five, have won eight of their last ten. Their point differential is a plus eight, so blowing teams out of the gym. 11-2 and two at home, 9-3 and three on the road. So I'll ask you this. The Celtics will finish with the league's best record. Um, the way I see it right now, they figured it out, and I'm glad that they didn't get rid of the tandem of Brown, Brown and Tatum. And Tatum. They, they talked about it, right. And and in doing so, they've been able to solidify. They've got the defensive player of the year uh, type of player and has already won the award in Marcus Smart. In Marcus Smart. Um, great role players. Horford still, I don't know how he's still doing and what he's doing. But they figured it out, man. They've got great role players. They play right. great defense. They get after you. But here's what's good about them. They not only take care of the home, but they're winning just as many home games as they do away. They're 9-3 and three in away games. And, and they're 14-5 and five in the conference. So you have a bunched-up Western conference that I think they can take advantage of by going out West in their style of play and looking forward to seeing how they're going to handle that when they really hit a good long road, road a western road trip. But as of right now, I would say yes. Yeah, I'd also buy that too. And I think for what it's worth, I, they should be the favorites in the Eastern Conference. Now we still have to what, look and see what the Bucks look like when Chris Middleton comes back. Yeah. They could also be in that equation. Uh, maybe another team like the Cavaliers could probably make a splash too, but I think right now the Cavaliers it's, it's struggle the a little bit on the road, and right. I think that's where their difficulty is. They are a beast in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Like they're 11-1 and one in Cleveland, so they're, they're tough in Cleveland. I, I think they've got to figure out, because that's what it comes down to. Nate. Can you win on the you, road? Can you win on the yeah. road? You're going to have to go into a, t- a seven-game seven playoff series. You're going to have to get one or two. Right. So, you know, not unless you're you're getting, you know, the top seed in, 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 in anywhere to play that's tough as Boston. Yeah. I, I've been in the jungle. I know what that <laughs> looks like. I know. I know. You've had great stories of playing there, too. Uh, yeah, I, I think that the Cavaliers are probably going to have to get some type of warm court advantage. Uh, next one I got one for you, Strick. Uh, this one, this one <laughs> frustrates me a little bit because we, we talk word. about the Clippers. <laughs> we talk about the Clippers all the time. Uh, just the makeup of their team, the superstar power, possibly the best duo in the NBA. And talk about the most frustrating team in the NBA. So Kawhi Leonard, as it currently stands, Strick has played seven games. He averages twenty-three minutes in those six games. He averages eleven points in over three. Oh, no, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. No, I was about to say over three turnovers. No, he averages over one turnover. So he's still pretty efficient with the ball. Um, my, my buy or sell is Kawhi Leonard will finish the season playing half of the games for the Clippers, just 41. He's played six. I'm going to buy. Really? I did not think you were going to buy that. I'm going to buy. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think he's going to set himself up if anything, to see where they are, where they stand, and then to make a late run. Um, to me, he's been very fraudulent. And, and, and I, just I don't, I don't even think he deal. wants to play. 
I don't think so either. For something in there's something in me as I watch that team. I'm looking at him, the body language, just it, 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 okay. The best way I can say it, Nate, I can I can tell you right, Stricky, me, myself, mm-hmm. personally, right. I was a gym rat. I loved to be in the gym. I was first in. I was last out. I was one of the guys that would be there after when Hubert Davis. I wanted to shoot with the best of them. When Reggie Miller, they, when they were after, I wanted to shoot. I wanted to do shooting games against them because right. I knew if I can compete with them, I could have good nights in the gym. Mm-hmm. Right. With that in mind, I knew when my time was up. I knew when I didn't want to be in the gym. When I didn't want to be in the weight room. When I was ready to get. I see that in his eyes that he's done that I can see that he just doesn't have the fu- the the fever of the funk to want to get out there and ball and 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 he's won a championship he's done a lot of the stuff he's he's had he's the accolades an NBA player so for him to me it's it's like uh, I'm good he's got the bag the injuries when you get old the injuries feel different. When you wake up in the morning, I can tell you that for sure. You know, when you step out of the bed, uh, them, them first couple steps feel a little bit different. And he's getting older now. And so I'm going to say bye that he doesn't play half the season. I, I just don't know how to interpret the Kawhi Leonard situation because I, I think when he's on the court, he's one of the best players in basketball. I, I, I truthfully do, but Boo. it's when is he going to be on the court? And I've uh, the way that I interpret it is that I'm a fan at heart. I've always been a fan. Yeah, I'm a and, fan of him. And, and I'm and hustle I'm, grind guy. And, and just also, too, I'm just a fan of the sport. And if I'm paying a ticket, a $100 ticket, I'm buying a $20 beer and a, and a $17 hot dog, and I go to a Clippers game, I want to see Kawhi Leonard play. Like that, it's just as simple as that. And I, and I'll never know what it's like to be a professional athlete. I don't know the rehab and all that, like you do, Strick. But I'm going to throw it, it out there. If I'm paying hundred dollars for a ticket, I want to see the best player on the court. Facts. And I, and I do. And I'm going to throw it out there. Um, new CBAs coming up, and I bet you, Ooh, and I guarantee you, Leonard rule that they're going to throw this out because of rest thing out for that reason. What you just said, because mm-hmm. people, fans, some, some. When you're on the East Coast, you go to West Coast. You're only going there one time, my guy. Right, one time. Right. So this is the only time those West Coast fans that love you, buy your jerseys, support you are on your Very Twitter true. page. Very. That's true. the only time you're going to get to see them, and they're like, they show up in there and they're talking about out rest. Wait a minute. It- Right, and the, and the other thing too is, is they're going to do that in CBS. This is the way that I look at it too, Strick. You got to think there. Think of how many families you only budget for one NBA game a year. You maybe you live close to the LA, maybe you live close to a, to a place that has Kawhi Leonard coming to town. That's the only game you can go to that entire season. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard out for rest. Right. And you're in your family that that's that's the only game that you can go to the entire season, and you're gonna rest. I, I just think I think it's bad business. I think it's bad optics. Again, I I don't know what it's like to rehab at a professional level. I'm assuming it's it's excruciating and intense. But at some point, I think that you owe it to the people that are in the seats paying your salary. I, I do, and that's the, always the way I'm gonna look at it. One more before we go, Strick. Uh, I I, I want to ask you this. When we talked a little bit off the air, the Philadelphia 76ers clap you. Everybody, <laughs> they are twelve and twelve, five and five in their last ten. Lost three straight. I will ask you, buy or sell? The process is officially a failure. 
The process to me is Doc Doc Rivers. Okay. Part of the process. So he was the final piece, I guess, to maybe the process. And to me, Doc Rivers potentially could fall in the F category as a coach. I don't know. I'm just going to – I'm just throwing it out there. He's been giving all the resources he's been giving. He's got one of the best big men in the country, one of the best scorers in – in in this NBA style of yes, play, in this generation, in, in this generation, in the beard, and you've got some young talent in Tyree, uh, um, um, what's what's it, uh, Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey, out of Dallas, Texas. Shout out. Um, they've got him and who else? Um, just, just Tobias Harris and Tobias Harris, and and for me, Tobias Harris was an overpaid, but that's what you got. That's what you're rolling with, and you're still not able to get it done. I don't understand Doc Rivers. I don't understand how he's able. Look at it. Just really look at his success. Really, he's continuously been outcoached and beat when he's had tremendous teams, right. whether it had been in the Clippers and he, he got – Lob City. Even when he was in, in Boston. If it wasn't for – He had that one time. Paul Pierce, Antoine Walker – Ray Allen, KG. but he also had Rajon Rondo. He had a young, four. a young Rajon Rondo. Ray, man, and you KG. kidding me? He had all of them on one squad and was able to pull out one championship. Should have been multiples. To me, that shows F category. Ooh, process day <laughs> Philly. Boo. The process might be dead. I, I don't really understand what's going on in Philly either, Strick, because now they're sitting at twelve and twelve. Uh, for what it's Salary worth, right now issues. they have they'd have a play-in game too, so you're not even guaranteed a playoff spot. They should be in the top three with the squad they got. Absolutely, together. they should in the be, in but, the East. But guess who's still getting it done? Giannis and the Bucks, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Exactly. Even my Indiana Pacers look pretty darn good right now. And they're trying to trade people. <laughs> and they're trying to tank. Sheesh. It's something's going on in Philly. Something's going know, on. I don't know what's going on. They got to figure it out soon. All right, we promised you guys Nebraska basketball talk with the Husker Hall of Famer. That's what you're going to get next. Stay with us on the block. 93.7 The Ticket.